Welcome to the Sheep Connect New South Wales podcast, a podcast produced for the sheep industry by Sheep Connect New South Wales. Hi, I'm Megan Rogers, Manager of Sheep Connect New South Wales, the sheep industry extension work in New South Wales, which is funded by Australian Wool Innovation. Sheep Connect New South Wales has a membership of over 2,200 and our main aims are to help keep you and your sheep business up to date on the latest information about all things sheep. We hope you enjoy our podcast. It's time for you. I'm Sky Manson. I'm the one in charge of the behind the scenes production for this podcast. Today's episode gives you an insight into the annual get together of the Sheep Connect New South Wales producer advisory panel, the PAP. What they discuss in this interview is the strategic direction and priorities for the network over the next 12 months, as well as explaining what kind of information and insights come from Sheep Connect's main workshops. It's an interview done by Sam Arnfield with the PAP chairman, Gyro producer Rob Kelly and Sheep Connect New South Wales' manager and Forbes sheep producer, Megan Rogers. We're here in sunny Sydney today where the Sheep Connect New South Wales producer advisory panel uh, has been meeting for the last two days. Megan Rogers, we might start with you. Can you give us a brief overview of the sort of things you guys have been covering the last few days? Sam, thanks for that. We've, what we've been doing this for the last couple of days is really setting the strategic direction for the network for the forthcoming year and, and, and in particular in the immediate term. So what we do is the, the producer advisory panel come and meet uh, a couple of times a year and we talk about what activities, what the priorities are. So everybody from all around the state who's on the panel come together, talk about what the issues are in their area and then what we do is distill um, how we can best meet the needs of the producers throughout the state with the prevailing conditions. Fantastic. There's huge amounts of paper on walls and ideas and mind maps all throughout the boardroom, so I imagine it's been a, a fairly busy few days. Trying to be all things to all people is a constant challenge when you're trying to represent such a broad scale of things. So, Rob, you're the... Uh, head of the PAP for the New England area. What are the, some of the um, issues that some of the, the growers in your region have, have brought to you and, and would like to be addressed? Uh, thanks, Sam. So firstly, I'll just say that um, the role as the chair of the PAP, um, the PAP producer advisory panel, we've got members through right throughout the state. So at these meetings, we're bringing ideas from our constituents at each part of the state to bring to the meeting. And then we run through those with Megan. So it, it's a it's a great way for producers to have input into where their levies are spent for further workshops and extension. Within the New England, obviously we'd had a, a really dry time early on. We've we've had some recent fires and now we've had rain. So one of the biggest things is the flock rebuild. How do we go from the drought recovery in terms of pests and weeds, not only for the sheep, but that have been brought in from, from feed that we've had. So bringing those to the board, working out how strategies forward for how we work through work through those issues is key to our area. It appears in the last couple of weeks, sentiment from some areas of New South Wales is certainly a lot more positive and rosy, and it's it's fantastic that we can start to have these conversations rather than you know looking at confinement feeding and and all all those sort of issues. Is that a fair assessment? Has has the sentiment turned around in some regions, but not all regions, uh, Megan? 
I think, yeah, there's, there's still a, a lot of areas and, and the rainfall's been very patchy, as, as we all know. So what we've, we've discussed over the last couple of days, and it's been a really busy couple of days, we, we're here at eight o'clock this morning, like, you know, getting through the last of our, our meeting, it's now lunchtime and we've just finished. But what, what the sentiment is, is, is certainly on, on what we need as an industry, where Sheep Connect can fill that, that need and, and what kind of uh, vehicles we can use to deliver the information in a timely fashion and how we can go about getting that information out. And, and so, so whilst we've got some areas that have got lots of feed and are really like an, an improving feed base and are experiencing quite a lot of rainfall, we've still got some areas that have got empty dams and have had no rainfall in, in the recent weeks. So we, we're still very much thinking about what we've got happening. We've, we've also got the, the areas throughout New South Wales who've been affected by bushfires. So, so whilst drought and bushfire recovery can go a little bit hand in hand, they do come with their own separate individual requirements that, that surrounds those particular events. But again, we're looking, you know, what's happening in the different regions. And we're lucky that, that the Producer Advisory Panel covers all areas of the state and different um, regions and different types of, of sheep businesses. They're all represented in our panel. It's really encouraging to hear that people who lack a voice can, can have them heard through these processes. Looking forward on some of the, the rosier topics, the challenges in, in terms of rebuilding a flock, how, to, how are we going to be able to manage that? In, in what is still a very higgledy-piggledy space where some people have feed and some people don't. That's a pretty significant challenge that we're going to have to meet. Where can we go? What can we tell people? Well, what we can tell people is that there's, there's information that's, that's available and we're in the process of, of putting that together and delivering that in various forms. So, you know, we communicate with our membership in various forms, be it face-to-face, uh, non-face-to-face, um, you know, we, we've got a webinar channel that we, we do a lot of lot of webinars, and that's particularly useful for where we need to be quite agile and, and fast moving in our response to different things, and, and timeliness is really important. So we're able to to pull a, pull together a webinar with somebody who's a nationally recognised speaker, and people can register for that webinar. They don't have to tune in on the day, and we, we quite often have quite a lot of people that register and then uh, listen to the recording and watch the recording after the webinar. So it's it's we're we're really all about making sure that we can be meeting the the needs of our our membership and and the sheep industry in as many ways as we can. We've obviously got face-to-face workshops. Uh, we've got uh, a website, social media channels. So, so we're thinking about a multifaceted way that we can communicate with people and direct people to where the information is. And that, that quite often comes back to you know, sections on AWI's wool, uh, wool.com website where there's you know, some bushfire information and vice versa. So we're, we're feeding into and back out from... Uh, Australian wool innovation with with regards to a lot of that information, plus a lot of other industry uh, bodies that have, have got information, such as Meat and Livestock Australia and, and the like. Fantastic. I guess that's the the beauty now of the digital age. You know, when you have unprecedented events come up, we need to be able to react straight away. And for an industry who is inherently very time poor, sitting down after hours after work and looking at a webinar or some some information, be it on wool.com or through any other channels, is going to be incredibly valuable. Can I just add there that with what we are rolling out and what we've done in the past, it actually just moves straight into that um, area of rebuild 
in terms of in terms of looking at keeping more lambs alive, keeping better weaners, performing performance with our older ewes to get them through another season to get more lambs, yeah. looking at the reproduction of the rams. Like these are all things that we've targeted through the PAP and rolled out workshops that are available for producers to come along to and, and help improve them moving forward in those roles. Rob, you mentioned uh, a number of workshops there. In terms of rebuilding a flock, do you want to perhaps have a, a bit of a deeper dive on some of those marquee workshops that we're able to roll out? Yeah, so we have the Winning with Weaners, which is looking at the production of weaners right through from the early stage of weaning up to their, up to their joining weights to make sure that they are going to get through joining to bring your next lot along. The um, So the Rampy Up Replay, which is partnered with Zoetis, is looking at ram health and fertility, you know, all parts of that area to make sure that you can use the best team of rams to those ewes. So in, instead of going out and spending extra money on four or five extra rams, if you've got the same pool of money, you could spend that on a few less rams so you can actually get better genetics by paying more for those rams and um, joining them over a greater number of ewes. Perform, picking performer users? Yeah, picking performer users is a workshop all about um, uh, utilising the ewes that, were, that are within your flock and um, traditionally in quite possibly better times we'd be cast for age, an entire age group whereas picking performer users is about having a look at, at what you've got in your older age group and doing some within-flock selection and finding some strategies to, to maintain productivity and, and at the moment looking to, to you know, build on your on flocks because we know that people have um, you know, reduced their flock numbers in lots of areas and by substantial amounts. So the picking performer use will be all about coming up with some strategies to be making sure that we're you know, keeping those, those animals within our breeding flock that are really contributing to the, the productivity going forward. Fantastic. These sound like incredibly beneficial workshops for anyone. If I was a hypothetical wool grower out there, where am I going to be able to find this information and see where these things will be rolled out near me? Uh, www.sheepconnectnsw.com.au is our website. And they can also find us at Sheep Connect NSW on social media, i.e. Facebook and Twitter. Now, you guys have had a very, very busy couple of days and I understand there's a few planes to catch, so I won't leave you too much longer, but thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of It's Time For You the Sheep Connect New South Wales podcast. We'd appreciate it if you could share this within your networks. You can also, if you haven't already, subscribe to the AWI podcast, The Yarn. We'd love for you to stay in contact with Sheep Connect New South Wales and you can do this in a number of ways. You can join our network by visiting our website, www.sheepconnectnsw.com.au. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, at Sheep Connect NSW and hopefully we might see you at some of our workshops and events that we run throughout New South Wales. Thanks again for joining us today on It's Time For You and hopefully we'll see you next time. Bye for now.